Welcome to the Spiritual Highways Podcast with Leanne and Michelle. Hey, friend. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Well, I'm feeling a little awkward because you have us on video. So there's that. Oh, it's my fault. It is my fault. It's your fault. Well, (laughs) we don't have a lot of options. And so this brings us to here. Yeah. So, you know, creative so we can connect because life's busy and. I yep. have to get used to looking here so that it looks like I'm looking there and I'm gonna get it. Well, I do have to say, I do have a little bit of practice because I do a lot of reading. So it does feel like I was a, yeah. a little preparing for work. I, um, that's I'm, okay. I'm, no worries. I'm a little out of my depth, but I'm gonna roll with it and hope for the best. Roll with it. Hey, no big deal. Um, what was I going to tell you? I forgot. Oh. In St. Louis, that's what I was going to say, at my sister's house, and I'm dog sitting. So I'm not sure you may see a cat or a little dog. Uh, <laughs> dog doesn't come up the stairs, so she won't, you won't hear, you may hear her, but you won't see her. Um, but anyways, I'm just glad that we could do this because I think, I think it was important not to be able to, uh, so that we didn't miss recording an episode. Right, right, right. I know. I want to stay on track because we've been doing good. That's it. Exactly. You know, break our little rhythm here. Yeah. So yeah. Pardon me. I'm not really sure where I'm supposed to be looking, but there. Oh. <laughs> At the little dot. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Walk towards the light, Caroline. <laughs> you know, that's the only thing. I've never seen that movie. What? No. Oh, no. You should be traumatized Wait. by clowns just like the rest of us. That's no, that was, what was the, no, that was not clown movie. Um, There is a clown in Poltergeist and it's terrifying. Oh, is it? It's oh. not a clown movie. There is oh. a clown, and it will give you nightmares. So. Yeah. I don't know why I even know the, that part of the movie. Walk to the light, Carolyn. That was Walk fun. towards the light, Carolyn. There's peace and serenity in the light. <laughs> well, then now that's when you smudge people's houses. This house is clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't worry. But like I said, I... Uh, not the movie I really want should be or want to be quoted. No, 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 no. Their own. To I'm each their own. Totally not it. But that yeah, <laughs> is terrifying. Oh yeah. Well, that, I don't watch scary movies at all. Like me neither. But yeah. speaking of homework, I'm not giving okay. you homework. You told me to read a book. Oh, and you followed through. I followed halfway through. I'm halfway okay. through the book. Was it signs? It was signs. Very good. I'm so proud of you. Okay, signs. And um, yes, it's a good book. And I cried all the way through it. And wow. Here's why. Because okay. she shares a lot of experiences and the connections that people are making with their loved ones that have passed on. You know that I love to see you give readings. So like in the group readings, or if we're with people and you're doing a reading, it might not be a big group, but it could be a small group. I love seeing people get that affirmation and that validation. And so the whole book is you're, you get to read about that for other people. And I'm like, Oh, ugly. I was at a robotics competition. <laughs> my son and it was a slow period and I'm like oh I'm gonna read my book and I'm reading it and like tears are coming down my cheeks and I'm like oh my gosh now I'm the freak crying at robotics like (laughs) 
So I'm like, but you needed that. Tears are cleansing. And how many people will tell me that too in the office? Like they'll say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm crying." It's like, no, cry, cry. So it was just in a weird place to be crying, but you know, like, don't cry about where there's no crying in robotics. um, (laughs) It's just, it's, it's a good book, and I love that she shares that because, like, being in your group readings. I know that's why people like coming to the group rings if they've come several times. Oh, yeah. I have some regular suspects. You see, yeah, you get to see because you get to see other people get that validation and it's just so beautiful. And um, so, yeah, it's a good book. It's a good book. That's awesome. Uh, and maybe I should try to read the actual book and not do the audio version. Maybe I'll do better with that. I did not like the audio version. I tried. Um, okay. I tried to do it on the drive up there because I had a drive mm-hmm. and um, I was like, no, this is not for me. So okay. I no, don't put the audio down and just read the book book. Okay. I'll, I'll read the book book it's, and it's I will. going to be, this is what you do all day long. And uh-huh. um, I'm curious. I mean, I feel like y'all see the world kind of the same. There's some people mm-hmm. that do what you do and you might not like resonate with them, but with this author, I think that, that you kind of are aligned in how you see and feel about things. So I, I, before I even recommend recommended the book at all, I, I listened to a short podcast that or interview that she had done. And it, actually, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. I just listened to a portion of it while I was like taking a bath one day. And um, I some of the things that she said, she I could I, I really felt like, OK, it's like kindred spirits. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got you, girl. I got you, girl. So, so yeah, I definitely felt like, yeah, she's a kindred and uh, yeah, just really good stories. And um, yeah, so it's a good recommendation for sure. Well, good. I definitely will give it a whirl. Finished it, but I'm working on it. Well, hey, you're halfway there. So that I'm just glad that, you know, follow through. through. I follow. That's impressive. I get. Well, Well, and you what? get an A for follow. A. You definitely. A plus. A plus. Well, since I am at my sister's, uh, I was in my nephew's room and I came across something I got him for Christmas and I wanted to share. Okay. Is that a light? It is a little Buddha and it's like squishy. Like, okay, but here's the cool thing. So it plugs in with a USB. Okay. And you turn the light on and it's to help you, it's to help you breathe. Okay. Like not, it's to help you the, the light for relaxation. Yeah. So I don't know if you can see it, but it's Bring turned- it back just a little bit. Bring it back okay. just towards you. Oh, oh. There you go. Perfect. Or oh, purple. And then it turn, changes to blue. So it'll go, it'll hold for, which I'm not too keen on the like time. What's the time? It's it's four four inhale hold seven okay exhale eight which is not what I never normally recommend. Well, what I've yeah I've heard of the four seven eight breathing. I've, yeah, I've I'm, heard of it. I'm not a huge fan of that one. I much prefer uh like hold uh inhale for four hold for four exhale for six. I'm kind of like for six girl, but so you may be able to find something similar that that will you can adjust. Yeah. If you, Cool, but love it's it. really neat. Does it's, he like it? It's, huh? Does he like it? I love it. No, I love it. Like it. Oh, does he? Lo- oh, uh, yeah. He did tell me. He says, "Nanny, 
it, he told me that he doesn't really care for holding his breath for seven because <laughs> we, we were doing it together that's work. And I was like that is work that's a little bit that's a little much and he says yeah but I still like it he that's says relaxing so I just wanted to share that because that breathing is so important and it, oh I'm learning I mean I know we've talked about it for a couple of years but even like on the days where I'm really diligent about it, especially at night for relaxing or middle of the day, I've been doing some meditation middle of the day. Impressed. For pain. Very impressive. Like, and it helped, which I was like, what? And it worked. And so um, like breathing is well, so important. Breathing is a form of meditation. Because I mean, you're taking your focusing on your breath, focusing it on your breath, and you know it does it. It lowers your blood pressure, it lowers the anxiety and your right. your pulse rate, and I mean it's it's just it's so centering and it's clearing and it's cleaning your body at the same time. Right. And people don't even breathe right. You know, you should. No, we, don't. we like stomach. We've been doing it our whole lives, and we're not doing it right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, that's true. Uh, and I don't know that this is like backed by science, but just in my experience and in, in working with other people, I've really that like a lot of people that were athletic and like growing up and such yeah. they properly, whereas people that are like me and who were not excelling in, in the, when it came to uh, the athletic department, <laughs> um, I, I never, I, I still, even though I practice constantly, I still have to catch myself, but you should inhale and your stomach should expand. And then on your exhale, your stomach should collapse back down. Yeah. And just so you know, deep diaphragmatic breathing is very healthy and wonderful. It so, is. It really is. Well, I hope you're doing good. Um, I don't know what you have to discuss, but I have a few well, things. I have to go back to our last episode on signs. Okay. Just for a minute, because oh, I, we can go for as long as you want. Okay, so I had to write this down because I would forget, mm -hmm. and um, not that I anyway. So <laughs> I, I've remembered now. I don't need to look at it. Okay, so I'm in the car. I'm driving, and I'm thinking about the first episode where we're like telling people to like clear their plates, make room. Okay, their, you know, like your day doesn't have to be jam packed. And so I'm like, you know, there should be an exercise to be mindful, like, because, you know, I was running errands and I'm running in and out of places. And I'm like, did I even speak? Did I sell her hello? Did I tell her goodbye? Like, I couldn't even remember my interaction with this person. And I was like, I hope I wasn't short with them. Like, so I realize I'm not mindful in my moments. You know, if you're running in and out of a place, you're running out as you're thinking of the next place you have to go to. You're not actually mentally finishing what you've started in the place that you're in. Am I making sense? You're making it that I'm making notes of what I'm Okay. So yeah. I'm thinking about this being mindful and um, I go into a store and I'm leaving and the lady at the checkout, there's two women and one is needs to get her inspection sticker done. It was at the end of the month. And um, I'm like, oh, you've got 30 days. It's no big deal. <laughs> He's like, you sound like me. <laughs> I mean, well, and I don't even know if that's true. Any LEO law enforcement people, if it's not true, you know, email. <laughs> 
but I thought it was. So I mean, whatever. It, it's worked for me so far. So yeah. you've got 30 days and her, she was saying, well, my husband usually takes care of it. And I'm like, well, he now has an opportunity to take care of it. He has 30 more days to take care of it for you. That's such a blessing for him. And she's like, oh, I love the way you phrase that. And I'm like, mm, thank you very much. He <laughs> goes like now like all fluffy and like so proud of itself because I said something that made her happy and I'm leaving and I'm going about my day and I'm like oh I said something so nice and then <laughs> I don't even think about anything else because my ego is like too full of itself at this point I go to the pharmacy two hours later and the pharmacist pokes her head out the window and she goes girl you need to go get your inspection sticker and I'm like oh no you have 30 she goes <laughs> you've used your 30 days <laughs> and so your your inspection sticker oh is my gosh yes and so i was like oh. that's a oh my God. and so she's like your prescription's not quite ready i'm like i'm coming back i'm going to get my inspection sticker so how how far past due is it oh like 40 days and like a month and Ooh. a week. Like I And that's like a $300 ticket. Okay, well let's not advertise. Well, I guess I'm advertising it. But anyway, it's taken care of so y'all can't come for me. But anyway, I'm like the message from the universe was in the store with the lady at the register. I should have yeah. been in my car and looked at my inspection sticker. But no, my ego was too like excited and I didn't even bother. So a last ditch effort, the universe is like, we're going to shove a lady out a window and she's going <laughs> to tell you and we hope you get the message, like literally. So my signs were coming through, but it really took like a real like, yeah. Clap in the face. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. She said, I, she said, she was like, they were pulling people over for this. You need to go get it done. <laughs> So. Oh my God. Well, I'm so glad that you at least, hey, at least you got the message. Sometimes we have to get it, but it yeah. took a, you know, it took more than a nudge. Like, so what I'm just saying, people, is like your ego gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very, and really. I was so happy that she's like, you phrased that so nicely. And I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> well, but I think it was like you, you helped her and then it helped you because. There's well, I helped her and go boost there. And it helped me. So somebody else had to show up and help me because. Hey, well, that's okay. You deserved a little ego boost. And there's nothing wrong with that. Either. Whatever. I was just like, mm -mm. I cannot. Uh, well, giving out advice and I'm walking or driving around with. Uh, past, past the point of expiration. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I promise you, it, I, 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 you're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, no, I know I'm not alone, but I was. <laughs> I, that was a sign and sometimes you got to listen people i love that that's very that's very wise sage advice for sure i don't know where that term comes from but we won't go on off on that a couple of things kind of popped into my head as you were beginning to tell that story i was i was very much so listening to okay okay it reminded me a lot of trim that what spirit call and i i call it trim the fat that's because that's just what spirits always kind of like nudge me to call it, but I really should probably come up with a better, better phrase for that. Spirit shows me trim the fat. That means that, um, that's a sign that 
that person should take, you know, anywhere between a few days to a week for, or as long as they want really um, to go through their, their life and being very, very mindful of the places that they're going and the people that they're interacting with and the things that they're doing. So like, where do you go? How are you feeling when you get there? How do you feel when you leave? You feel when you're around this person or looking at this person on the internet or whatnot. Um, and how do you feel like when you leave their presence? Um, this will help you to, if you're, you know, if you're all, every time you leave this person's presence, if you're constantly feeling completely drained and like the oxygen has been sucked from your lungs, there's probably boundaries that need to be set. Oh, I didn't even plan it, but that's so what I'm going to talk about in a minute. So anyways, pause on that. Uh, put a hold on that. The other thing is like the same thing with the places that you're going if you're going to this one place, even if it's just a store and every time you leave, it's like, <gasps> I feel just, you know, worn down and exhausted. Maybe you should figure out a different time to go there or whatnot. And then the other thing is being very mindful of the things that you are doing on a regular basis. Like, especially those things that you do out of repetition that you've been doing for years that you do without even thinking about them. Right. Really ask yourself, do, is this necessary? Like, do I really need to be doing this? The example that I often give is like, okay, so I donated cookies every Wednesday and brought them to the church or the school for the past two years. Well, now I don't even like baking cookies and I'm too busy. I don't have time. That's, you can pass the torch to someone else. That's it's one of those things that you, you do frequently that, you know, you don't really have have the, it's not feeding you anything anymore. You're not really getting what you were getting out of it to begin with, but that's just being really mindful. Um, so that's one thing that, that popped into my head. And the other thing was, um, you know, we ask ourselves to, you know, I could, I wouldn't ask you, Michelle, I need you to, and give you a list of 47 different things that you need to do. So, but we don't think anything of it as far as like, OK, I'm going to pay these bills, but I'm also going to think about doing the laundry and washing these dishes and then trying to, you know, it's really not fair to your to your brain. And you're not being very um, that's not very good self-care when we do that. So it's very important to to focus on, OK, I'm going to set aside time to even worry about the past or the future at six o'clock. I'll give myself 20 minutes to do that. Right. Aside from that, I'm going to I'm only going to focus on paying bills. Now, just know that the brain is automatically going to want to drift off to God only knows where. Right. And that's, that's he is, is to re reeling it back in, reeling it back in. So I think that's very important to make note of. Cool. So there's that. Yeah. The other thing, I, I mean, unless you had something to add to that. No, I just thought it, you know, it was like we're talking about cleaning, clearing your plate or, or freeing it up. And, and instead of filling that with more activities, filling it up, you know, use your mind and, and get grounded in, in what you are doing. And, um, you know, even, even if it's something when you're in a place, just noticing artwork or a plant, or, yeah, you know, just something to ground you in that space so you can be where you are. And it doesn't mean that being in that space and being aware of being in that particular space is important, but the act of it over time is important and then yeah. in other ways. And so um, that's really what I was getting at. 
Okay. Well, I think, I think that's a very good advice for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, I promised Tanya um, LeBlanc okay. is a good friend and uh, um, also a client of, of, our, of mine. And she, uh, Spirit had given her some advice that they've given numerous people, to be honest with you. Okay. And she stopped me the other day and she said, you know, that she says, y'all really should talk about that on the podcast because she says this thing has really helped her so much. She said it's not that it's new information, but it's just a way to kind of put things into perspective. Right. I, I promised her she even made me write it down because she's like, I know you're going to forget. So I even wrote it. Down. <laughs> so here's here you go, Tanya. This one's for you. But um, spirit often says um, it, they say, what can you change? What can you control? And what is your responsibility? Right. Let it go. So can I call, can I change it? Can I control it? And is this my responsibility? Now, it seems very cut and dry. And of course, there's always a little gray area. But when it comes to responsibility, there's quite often, I see a lot that we're taking responsibility for things because we've always done them. But when we sit back and we really think about them, is it really my responsibility? Yeah. It's yeah. not. And so by asking yourself those questions, it really does. It kind of sums up a lot of stuff all at once. So especially when you find yourself like worrying about that's that was what she was. Why she was using it is because she was worried about all these scenarios and other people and, and things that were happening. And she's like hers. She had no, she couldn't change it. She couldn't control it because we can't change or control other people. Right. Are those people typically our responsibility? So it's like, okay, it, like she said, it kind of gave her permission. It's like writing yourself a permission slip. Like, okay, I can't change it. I can't control it. I am free to go. I'm free for to be off of my plate. Shut down. Well, so. it's interesting because boundaries has come up with, in my world, shocking that it coincides, but, um, I have a friend and in fact, saw her today. And, um, I said, just because you notice it doesn't mean it's meant for you. Like okay. don't have to pick up everything you notice. And, you know, she is a doer and a giver. And so she overextends herself for everyone, but herself. Oh yeah. And so she can walk into a room and see all the things that would make other people's lives better. Doesn't mean, so she thinks because she sees them and she's capable, well, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And she's doing all these things. And then she doesn't even get to be in the room because she's taken on all the things that she sees that need to be done for everybody else. But in reality, they're not even hers to do. Like, and so that's why I was like, just because you notice it doesn't mean you should pick it up. You, you have every right to be in that room and have your own experience rather than working on everybody else's experience. Absolutely. And, and so, and, and two, I think when that happens, that gives you a really great opportunity to say, what am I avoiding? Because I think a lot of times when we go to oh, okay. much energy into everybody else that's around us. It's usually because we're trying to avoid ourselves in some area. So like, I'm going to put all my focus in, into my kids or to, you know, this activity or this group or whatnot. It's, 
or helping other people or, you know, being this person for everybody else that it's really because it's a, a kind of a, an avoidance mechanism for avoiding, for, for avoiding our getting uncomfortable, Leanne. That's so I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's so like spot on. God, but it, it, you're right. Well, cause it's easier to be able to help. It's, you know, that gives you an instant gratification. It's mm. it, I can, if I can, this I, and I I can, can fix I this. Know, like I've been at parties and I'm not a good party person. I know you know that about me. Like I am in I would not say gatherings, that. but in large gatherings, it gets a little, and if I can't find a place then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go help in the kitchen. Like, yeah. Oh no, let me, I, I can, yeah, I see that. And so that way I have a job to do and it takes me out of trying to find where I can fit in the large picture. I'm like, nope, I have a job. And so I think that's probably this um, in the along the same line. I mean, I'm avoiding. Yeah, kind of that thing. makes sense. Well, yeah. you know, but the same the same thing is even the the person that's like, you know, going to walk into a room and like what really engage in it sometimes. And I, I've been known to do that myself. And a lot of times that's also a pr way of protecting just like you're protecting yourself and you're finding something to do. I, I, I sometimes do the same thing and, and go in and like, okay, if I can, if I can have people focus on what, what I'm wanting them to focus on, then I, I can kind of feel like I have control over what's happening or what information I'm picking up on. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes Did I translate that correctly. Like, no, that makes okay. sense. And I think that's probably a lot of personalities do do that. You yeah, know, I think so. I can control the narrative a little bit, not like you're trying to control the details, but like, right. Just know which way this is going to go. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I think so. Like, what, okay. It's interesting what you were talking about a few minutes ago, because that comes up uh, kind of in line with what I was wanting to talk about today. I know we've, I know we did an episode on boundaries at some point or another, but this is I really, mean, we probably have, but since we don't remember what we talk about, this is just, yeah, you get what you get. People. Sorry, people. <laughs> you get what you get. You don't throw again, it. Yeah. You'll need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this is kind of new, actually. Um, it's pretty, pretty new. Anyways, so a lot of people um, look at boundaries as walls. Okay. Like, have you ever heard somebody say like, um, me and this relative or whatever, we just weren't getting along. So I put up boundaries, like I, I drew boundaries and you, you, you often hear that tone in, the, in their voice. And so that's why a lot of people conjured the idea of like boundaries being walls, because I re like even myself, I remember the first time I heard the word boundaries, it just seemed so exclusive and like, right. I'm here and, and that's that other person's there. And it just, it seems so permanent. So I don't know if everybody looks at that in that regard. I mean, now I don't so much, but in the beginning, it's like, I look at boundaries as walls. Like well, a final, a final thing. I put up a boundary. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, note to self, spirit says that there are only very, very few scenarios and, and that we should. And if we do put up walls, uh, as boundaries, then we should do so with caution for reasons. And that, and that we should have, and I looked it up because I couldn't remember what the fence looks like, like this, like, you know, the white fences. This is called a range fence. 
Okay. Fence. Or rain. I think it's, uh, like, you know, like the white picket fence, you know, that you see like in horses are behind it. It's like this. a picket fence. Is well, like this. Yeah. This is picket. Ways. Yeah. I'm talking about like this. Yeah. Picket fences just seem so pointed and like. We're right. doing this now on video. So, yeah. We're like range fences, like the ones you can climb up. Right. Right. And, and so you have typical people, you know, you have your wall people. Okay. okay. And then your range people. All right. And people have broken fences. And so their ranges is like this. And uh, Spirit had me say, you know, in one reading that, you know, when their fences are broken, that means all the wild hogs can come in and tear up their yard no pro and no problem. So that's a good way of looking at that. But Spirit said, so they said, you know, you should not have walls, you should have fences. Now, some people may need some chain link fences with barbed wire. Um, that, that, still okay. And this is because the energy can flow in and out. The reason why spirit says not to build up walls is because say a person hurt me and I want to set up a boundary uh, and I'm a, I'm putting up a boundary and I'm not allowing that person to hurt me anymore. So I build this wall. Well, the problem is, is that behind this wall, if I don't take care of all the pain and the, and really work through and process what, what I have, why I'm even setting up that wall, all of it's stuck. All of my junk stays behind the, the wall. Because you've walled it in with you. Even, yeah. And so we may say, oh, well, I put up a wall. But if, if even that tone is there, then you've built a wall. But really, you're just caving yourself into your own garbage. Like you're just, you're, you've walled it off into your, with your trash, basically. Not over it. Because <laughs> if you were, then you wouldn't have so much animosity in your voice when you're saying you put up this wall to this person or set up this boundary. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So how to deal with that is spirit says to go back and to, to review things and to look, look at things from the very beginning and what things trigger you from other people or quite, and, or anger you um, quite often or something that is really buried in your past that you need to look up and you need to kind of investigate further. Okay. And the, once you are able to review it and sit with it, and to be able to give yourself permission to say, it's okay for me to be uncomfortable. I can sit here and be sad, or I can sit here and think about how many times I've been rejected or how many times that this person or that person has hurt me. Yeah, that person may have rejected you or hurt you in some sort of way, but they're not the only one. And you're usually from a lot, you know, needing to be an old, yeah, old, old stuff. So sitting with that, allowing you to acknowledge it so that you can be able to process it and to say, okay, I choose to let it go. Right. The problem is, and I see this a lot, is people want to put a bow on it. You know, I love, I, I, I don't know if you coined that term, but I, that's where I, I got that one from is, is wrap a bow on it. Like, um, yeah, they hurt my feelings, but it's okay. Like, I'm right. going to one and pretend. Now, there's nothing wrong with your glass half full and and be thinking positive, but it's okay to have crappy thoughts. We have to have negative thoughts and positive thoughts and feelings and emotions equally. We can't have all good and we can't have all bad. We have to find a balance. So that that keeps our 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 we that keeps us balanced and level. And so it's important to be able to you know what I can have a my feelings can be hurt. Or I can be angry. I can't be, you know, any kind, anything I want to be. 
Um, so giving yourself permission to, to feel it and to, and to be sad or like, I guess the important thing is cry. Who cares if you cry? Crying is so healthy and give it words, let it exist, but then find a place for it. You can't dwell in that. Right. No, absolutely not. Like you can't bypass it and you don't want to dwell in it. So acknowledge it, sit with it for a little bit and then find a shelf to put it on. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be there if you need it. Well, and send it to God because right. really, you know, as long as you keep putting it in the pipe, send it to God. I, uh, I share in uh, a lot of readings is the heart bridge and I'll do it right now. Um, and I always say that the hardest part of the heart bridge is doing the heart bridge when you need to do the heart bridge. But it's whenever you decide you want to let something go and you close your eyes and you just kind of focus yourself for a minute on your breath. And then whatever it is that you're thinking of. And sometimes you can even think about your body and, and where you're sometimes we store our emotions in our not sometimes I, I truly feel like we always do store our, our emotions within the body. And so you can just take a minute and feel where you're feeling any tension and allow that thought or whatever you're wanting to be finished with to just kind of exist and be there. And then once you're ready to let it go, you can imagine like I always do a green uh, light in the center of your uh, chest um, and let that green light it change into like a, a heart and then allow the heart to uh, open like it's a, like a drawbridge. And then you can imagine whatever it is that you're thinking or focusing on drifting through the heart center and back up to God. If it's in the body, you can just imagine what, and you can look at a, uh, like an hourglass sand or um, even like a waterfall. So it, there's no rules. I mean, you can, you don't even have to imagine a heart, just letting it pass through the heart and backing up. You're sending it back up to God because energy has to be redispersed. Right. So yep. send it to him, send it to God. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Oh, th- that comes And you know what? It works. It really does. It doesn't make poof, everything disappear, but it there is a, a um, <laughs> people with a I'm going to be like with my heart bridge now serving number 128 <laughs> new emotion, new angry emotion. Get to the back of the line. <laughs> Walk in the plank. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, hey, but you got to feel it. you got to feel it. No, no, no. That's that's such a great visual. I love it. Yeah, it's hard though. Sometimes, you know, I'm going to sit in this bathtub and I'm going to cry until I can't cry anymore. Well, especially when you need to. Like, we're talking about it abstractly right now. Like, but when you're in that moment, it, it's it's not always easy. Work. Absolutely work. not. It's work to put. Oh, down. it's all work. It's all work. You know, I've driven down the road and said, God, what do people do that don't do this work? What do they do? Do they, what do they live? Do they just like, I'm just going through life. Just, oh, yeah. And, and, and things happen and I let them go. Are they not letting them go? They're not letting them go. They're you know, full of piss. I don't understand because, hey, the work is hard. The work is hard, but I do so, think it's so worth it. it. And um, I do notice, I think, I mean, I still have a long way to go. But oh, yeah, we all do. There's moments of my non-reaction or my ability to assess something and go, huh, I I'm doing better with that. And so it feels good to just be like, and it could be like a moment, like, please don't think I'm Zen 24 seven, ask my kids. I am Mm -hmm. not, but 
I can take being able to observe things mm-hmm. instead of in it. I, yeah. Instead of caught up in it, sometimes I'm able to step out and observe it. And I think that's really important um, is observing some of these emotions or situations as a third person. Yeah. A first I think person. a lot of times we, we're so quick to put our own, how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're, when you have so much empathy for other people, we like, I, Oh, I'm so caring and I'm so understanding about this person, but it, they still hurt my feelings. So it's like, Oh, well, my feelings don't really matter. Well, yeah, it's okay. Right. They, they do they do matter. You're not wrong for that. No, get, we're not wrong for that. Feel. It's hard, it's hard to allow yourself, but this is the other thing. And we did an episode on this a while back about being the main character in your story. Mm-hmm. Quit giving yourself a supporting role. Um, but sometimes the main character can be a villain. Well, sometimes we so we have to recognize that sometimes we're the villain in the story. And that's really important in self-awareness is to recognize, oh wow, maybe I was the villain in that in that moment. And oh yeah. Like that's growth if you can figure that out. Um because it, it you know, just because you're the main character in your story doesn't mean you're always the hero or or you know. What That's else? so true. And so That's... I think the part of self-awareness is recognizing that you can also be the villain. And when you are the villain and how do you fix that? Yeah, because that and it comes with being frustrated too. like that frustration builds up. And I like I, I can remember I, and especially people that are going through like these oh, a lot of spiritual growth. Some of the, some of my most profound moments of spiritual growth came with me being a villain to my to my own self I remember like in the teacher training that was like a, a big one and I remember going to my my teacher and I was like look if I I either get angry like I want to hurt someone which is totally not healthy like I'm just waiting come on you know or I cry so I was like I'm going to need something. I I don't, I'm going to need some sort of calming something because surely this isn't healthy, but it was just me working. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it was awful. I'm like, I remember, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm quite sure that you do remember because I was, I mean, I don't feel like I ever felt it at me, but I remember going through some really struggling with some really big things. Well, that's when I was running. And if you, if you, if I'm running any, anywhere that, <laughs> you know, things are not great <laughs> because I am not a runner, but when I, I, I remember I ran, like, I think it was down highways, highway 16, like, or at that time I was like, not the whole, obviously, but through the antique village by the high school and up and back, yeah. Or the track, it was like, oh my God, I just have to run. Yeah. That's usually a, Yeah. Something's up. I'm working through some things definitely when that's the case for sure. I'm walk faster. <laughs> well, typically me too. <laughs> typically me too. Uh, that is no doubt. Well, I don't know how long we've gone, Michelle. Um, no clue. We're just running our I didn't. I didn't check and there's not a, but it does feel like it's probably uh, long I mean, enough. Yeah, I think, no, we, yeah, we're, we're 
It's pretty long. Yeah. yeah. So I, there were some more things that I wanted to discuss about boundaries, but um, I think we'll roll them up. Boundaries part two. Yeah. So we may even wrap up, you know, knock out another whole episode so that. Uh, Do another boundaries part two. Yeah. Boundaries part two. Yeah. Wardrobe change this time. So <laughs> if you want to do that, we can. Is that, huh? Yeah. Be out there. I mean, what's the deal? Yeah. That, Are we saying goodbye? Yeah. We're going to say goodbye and then we're going to do a part Bye, two. Folks. Bye. See you in a few. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Highways podcast with Leanne and Michelle. Catch up on past episodes at spiritualhighways.com, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, and more.